I lost my friend halfway through first semester. Mm. And once that happened, it just made me realize, I'm like, what am I doing? Where's yeah. my life going? You know, I'm like, if I go back, like, I'm just going to get caught up in it. My grades sucked. I had a 1.9 GPA yeah. after first semester. I didn't want to play softball anymore. Yep. I was over it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just drop out. Like, I'm not going to justify paying, even with the scholarship, 30 grand a year yeah. if I have shitty grades yeah, and yeah. I'm caught up in the wrong thing. So I did that. My parents about to I missed the yeah. Body catcher, slaughter gang, soul snatcher. Ain't no regular F150. This a This is Savannah Shipman, everybody. Hello. Excited to have her on our second female guest. We had Sarah Wiederquist as our first. If you guys are looking for the episode, we're just editing and making some adjustments. Gonna get her on. She's my right hand in this business. Helps me basically manage my entire life. I'm basically a piece of shit without her. So we love Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah is a queen, dude. Absolute, absolute stud. Savannah, same, same with you. So I love doing these because for some odd reason, I learn the most about the people that I work with Mm -hmm. through doing these because it gets real deep. Yeah, you know what I mean, like real deep. You know, so uh, basically, go ahead and pull out your most recent journals and let's just (laughs) review. <laughs> right. Tell me all your deepest Yeah, tell us all secrets. your deepest Let's just dive right into it. But let's, let's jump in. So where'd you grow up? So I grew up in Kankakee County. So what it's about... Fuck? Yeah, it's all corn I mean, this, this is a comic. This it's is going to be a comic. <laughs> I grew up in Kankakee County. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, a, it's all cornfields. My parents live on five acres of land. Yes. The, to get to the neighbor's house, that's like a solid minute walk. Yeah. Like, no... I, all of this where the houses are right next to each other is crazy to yeah. me. I'm like, what? Like... And so it very, very small town. I went to high school at Bishop McNamara, so Catholic school. Yeah. First two years. Nuns? It, no, no nuns. Okay. But like 50 people in my graduating class. Wow. And then so you trans- stayed there all the way up in high school? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So born and raised in that area. Um, just super small town. It's so different. I tell people all the time, like even coming to Lombard area, this yeah. is like city to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is nuts. Like traffic. When I first moved to, oh yeah. We'll do a little live. Nobody ever watches mine because like all of our shit's so promoted that the followers are all from promotions. Yeah. I was like, you got lots of followers on TikTok. TikTok, Instagram. You can just buy shit now. You know what I mean? You get another one. You just, I got a solid, like, I remember once I hit a thousand followers on Instagram. I'm like, damn, I'm making it big. Like I hit 1K. Like that was a huge accomplishment for me. Now I'm at like 14. I feel horrible interrupting. So. No, you're good. And this will be on for a second or two. Once I realize nobody's getting on, we'll <laughs> shut it off. Um, so you grew up there. You graduated from there. Well, in the graduating experience, school experience, and, and your parents. And let's let's just let's let's go through the origin story. Where how'd your parents meet? What do they do? What were they doing? What was life like? You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's start with them, and then let's transcend up through you and what that looked like. So my mom was bartending super young. She met my dad. And first time they met, they both got pretty drunk. They hooked up, and she got pregnant with my brother. Okay. First time. Dope. So my dad grew up. Um, my grandma's very religious, Catholic family. Yeah. So my mom's grandma, dad. My dad's, dad's mom. dad or dad's mom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we both had that. Obviously, up. we need some more coffee or something. Yeah. But um, but hooked up, and then my mom was keeping the baby. So they kind of started. They didn't have like they didn't build into a relationship. So my dad's such a good guy. He's like, okay, I got this girl pregnant. I'm going to raise this baby. Yeah. And then over over time, like throughout growing up, 
it was just always like they figured it out along the way but they fought a lot yeah it was, it was messy for a bit they're 12 years apart so my mom got pregnant at 17 yeah so when she got pregnant she wasn't ready for for a baby so yeah. she didn't even like live her life yet so yep. early on years um she grew up her family life was kind of unstable so she grew up my, both my grandparents were alcoholics drug yeah. addicts so when she started dating my dad, my dad was working all the time. He had to support the kids. Yeah. But my mom fell into kind of like the same habit. She grew up in the bar scene, got into it yeah, like yeah. early on. So drank a lot, drugs, stuff like that growing yeah. up. So it was it was interesting. But now, I mean, if you met them today, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know. Night and day like, difference. Yeah. They built like their relationship is stronger than ever. Like So they're still together. Yeah. So they fought together. through all of this. All of this. Like, wow. And my mom's sober now, so that's dope. Doesn't yeah, yeah doesn't drink. Now you just have drugs. one sibling. I have two. Brother. I have an older brother, year older, and then a younger sister. She's three years younger. Okay, and it's all the same, same, same yeah. deal. Okay. All the same parents. Okay, cool. Yeah. So all right. Yep. Yeah. No, the younger sister, brothers. He's down in, like, right outside of Tampa, Tampa right? Yeah. How's he doing? He's doing really good. Doing good. He's doing good. He um. He's very like me and him are. If you met him, you'd think we're the same person. Similar. Very similar. Yep. He's in a uh, medical sales, so yeah. He is working nonstop. He works like very similar hours yeah. to us. Actually, eventually, want to try recruiting him into I here. I thought you I've, did try. I I did, and I've tried a couple times, and I thought I had him last time, but yeah, not yet. So He's about to get a promotion. Yeah, so. like that commercial with the uh, old man and the dollar on the fishing hook. <laughs> gotta be quicker than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> be quicker than that. I know, I know. I'm like, man, every single time. That's your brother. But we'll, we'll get him. That. Gotta be quicker. <laughs> so, growing up, high school, school, what was the school experience like for you? You know what I mean? Was it fun? Was it horrible? Did you love it? You know what I mean? Were there any things that like stood out to you? What, what, what was life like? What were those memories like? I hated school. Yeah? I hated school. I, I never had, like, my attention span was just terrible. Yeah. So I was always just couldn't sit through class. Like, I was always shaking. Like, you know, yeah. tap, I was a kid that was constantly, like, tapping my foot, yeah, yeah. tapping, like, flicking pens. We, we used to, like, I remember being in grade school just to not be so bored. We would come up with games that we would play. So, like, when the teacher would have her back to us, there was this one calculator game. We would, like, try to sprint over there, grab the calculator, go back, and, like, just little things, but I could never sit through class. Yeah. Like, I was always smart, but I never, like, applied myself. Yeah. And it's just because I couldn't have my attention span long enough to be able to pay attention to do well in school. Yeah. So once I kind of got out of school and got into college, then that's when I really was like, okay, I have, like, passions. I have things I want to do, but I don't think I need school for that. You know, yeah, like the more of the entrepreneurial mindset. Did your school have dances and like sports teams? Did you do did you get involved with the extracurricular and things like that? Um, when I was younger, I did like grade school. I was I was more so involved with that. Like I was secretary for like we had a high student council. Yeah. So I got involved in that in grade school. But come high school, I really didn't. Our school was so small. Any sports? Yeah. I played sports growing up. I played every every sport yeah. that you could play. And I loved sports. So I played travel softball. I was going to say softball was your best, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the one I was most talented with. Volleyball was actually my favorite, but yeah. height wasn't really in my favor. Yeah. And then I played basketball as well. So, I, And I played soccer for a little bit and wow. I did track and field. So wow. I did pretty much every sport. I even wrestled when I was in grade school. <laughs> my brother was a wrestler. Are you so fucking kidding me? What would you say? We're going to have to break out the mats. <laughs> This, this is the I tell this is the, the, the most fucking viewers we've ever had. How many we got? Twenty nine, and I have, 
like 40,000 followers. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good ratio right there. What the 29 f- viewers, 4,000 followers. It ratio. is horrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like my, sometimes it, you can't tell when I'm joking because it's just too dry. What it is, is this world is just fucked up. They just see a, they see a, a woman and they're like, oh, a yeah, woman. What the hell? A we don't ma- want to watch like, that. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> She ain't got nothing good to say here. (laughs) Yeah. Next. (laughs) So what were some of your favorite memories growing up? What are some things that you just, they just, a song comes on or a smell hits you and you're like, yeah, that's when. Favorite memories. Well, me and Taylor, my best friend Taylor, we got so many memories. So playing travel softball, we traveled all over the U.S. Yeah. And. Most of the time, like our parents wouldn't come with us. It was just like two, three parents that would take yeah. all these. So a team of like 10, 11 girls and two, three parents would be responsible for kind of just making sure. And she we all grew did up it. then out there in Kickaby Higby. Yeehaw. No, it was, uh, she grew up about 40 minutes north of me. So she was okay. like a little more like this area. Yep. But um, would she like canoe down to your house ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a backyard screw. Ride a horse down there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh she were just like 10 11 girls who would be traveling the world so we would have tournaments in like california florida texas and just going and exploring and seeing all the different places and then just being with a bunch of people that we were like best friends all of us it didn't matter like we were all so different but you put us all together and even to this day a lot of us can pick right back up where we left off and we started when we were like seven eight yeah played together for probably like five six years and then some of us went our separate ways but each of them it's like you could put them in the same room and just all the childhood memories of just traveling doing silly stuff you know a lot of yeah. like little kid things but those were probably some of my favorite memories was traveling with the softball girls playing sports i loved sports i loved competing yeah i loved basketball i loved volleyball like a lot of my childhood memories kind of tied back to sports what's some of the like the worst shit you did growing up like you got in a lot of trouble you know what oh I mean? like, yeah like oh oh shit. man i was you know honestly like i was a middle child and i was just trouble like uh-huh. i was well i didn't get along with my brother because we were too close in age yeah we were always at each other's throats and then him and my sister got along really well and she was a baby of the family yeah so that didn't work in my favor so it was just constantly like bitter so i would just yeah. start fights like wrestle with my brother like but I would say, like, more serious stuff, once I got to high school, I started I started smoking weed when yeah. I was, like, 16, That big 17. smile. I started smoking weed. Yeah. started smoking weed. <laughs> My brother was, you know, doing some stuff, and I got caught up with that for a little bit. And then once I got to college, it was just, it was Did you rough. get the full degree? Did you? No. Where'd you go to college? I lasted a semester. Um, I went to DePaul in Indiana. Okay. Greencastle. Some more cornfields. What's it called? DePaul? It's called DePaul with a W. I was like, isn't there a DePaul? Everyone's like, well, because I got a scholarship for softball. So okay. Everyone, everyone's like, where'd you go to college? And I'm like, yeah, I played softball. Like, got a scholarship at DePaul. And they just assume I say DePaul. Yeah. Which is D1. Yeah. And so I just ride with it. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I just shake fuck? my head. I'm like, yeah. But I only played for a semester. I honestly, I wanted a college experience. Yep. So I left Kankakee to go to Greencastle, which yeah. is cornfield. So it's not. Not anywhere crazy, crazy. but um college is still college though so there should have been some extent of experience yeah i mean it was it's depaul is very like fraternity sorority 
and there's not much to do out there. Yeah. So all people could do is like drink and smoke, yeah. right? So we just partied yeah. and partied and partied. And I was partying there, you know, like once you get out of high school, get out of the small town, you're looking for like something different and, and you put alcohol and drugs in front of a bunch of, you know, young kids yeah. and it's easy to get caught up in. And so that's what I kind of found myself. I lost my friend halfway through first semester. Mm. And once that happened, it just made me realize, I'm like, what am I doing? Where's yeah. my life going? You know, I'm like, if I go back, like, I'm just going to get caught up in it. My grades sucked. I had a 1.9 GPA yeah. after first semester. I didn't want to play softball anymore. Yep. I was over it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just drop out. Like, I'm not going to justify paying, even with the scholarship, 30 grand a year yeah. if I have shitty grades yeah, and yeah. I'm caught up in the wrong thing. So. I did that. My parents about disowned me. Yeah. I thought my dad was going to, oh my God, he was so disappointed in me. It took about six months for him to like have an actual conversation with me. He was so pissed off yeah. that I dropped out. I he was like, what are you going to do? Just text like, him. Like, He'll get over it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, just wait, dad. Just, just yeah. wait. But, um, so I started working once I got back, I moved in with my two friends. So we lived together for a bit and just trying to figure out like what the hell I was going to do. Where'd you do. start working at first? Um, I started working at McDonald's actually Okay. with all me and my friends all got a job there. We're like, let's just work together. Let's figure it out. Yeah. And then obviously after working, it was like a, the summer, yeah. so like two months, it didn't last very long. Then I was like, you know what? I need to actually get a job that's going to like yeah. support me, support me. So I started, that's when I got into the restaurant industry. So how, why didn't you go back to Kibbutz I did. But, I did. and then how'd you get it? What restaurant did you go to first? Olive Garden. Olive Garden. And yeah. how long did you work there? Um, I worked, so I worked at a couple different ones. So in total, like two, three years, two, three years. Yeah. And then what was, what was that timeline like? So I started working at Olive Garden to make some money. Okay. So it's kind of a long story. So went back to Kankakee, moved in with my two friends and then lived there with them. And coming back from college, when I, when I came back, I'm like, I don't want to keep partying. I don't want to yeah. keep drinking and all that stuff. And the three of us together in the same house again on our own got caught up in the same stuff. So we were just throwing house parties all the time, working, and that was the summer. And then I had this other like click where I'm like, you know what? Like, what am I doing? Get your life together. So I moved in with my grandma. Yeah. And that was up north. So that's where like Taylor lives. That's in Oak Forest, 40 minutes away. That's when I got a job at Olive Garden. Worked there and there was a Barnes and Noble that was across the street from Olive Garden. And I would go there every single day. So I'd work doubles and I would just read personal development books, like trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do with my life. Like, So work. when did you start reading the personal development books? Once I started working at Olive Garden. Okay. When I moved in with What was your grandma. first book, do you think, that either the first one you read or the first one that really hit you? Oh, gosh. So I went through, I started out with, with books that were like, so my mom, as mentioned, like she, she struggled really bad yeah. with, with alcohol and drugs. And so we didn't have a relationship until I was, I moved out when I was 16 originally. Yeah. You so, got emancipated, right? Um, I filed for emancipation when I was 17 yeah. and didn't go fully through with it because yeah. I was about to be 18, Yeah. but it was pretty ugly. And so when I first started reading books, I'd read like growing up with toxic parents, yeah. growing up with a mom that doesn't love you, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And so... I thought like right off rip that they were going to help me, but actually what it did was like brought to light everything I struggle with. So it was yeah. like, boom, deep depression. Like, you yeah. know, like it was a lot of like guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of like, damn, that's this my is problem. Deep. That's my yeah. problem. That's my, I got and this, that. and this, and this <laughs> yeah. wrong with me. Like 
That's exactly how it Fuck was. it. Ice cream <laughs> and movies. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck. yeah, this is rough. But that's what I started with. And then I worked at Olive Garden for about a year. And after that, I'm like, I want something more. And so I just got a job in downtown Chicago. Yeah. So I would travel to the city because I wanted to experience more. Yeah. Like I was like, that's when I kind of transitioned into like the bigger mindset. Yeah. So like, okay, what's my life? You know, yeah, yeah. who can I meet? Who can I network with? And so when you, when I first started thinking of networking, I'm like, Chicago. You know. So then I started working downtown for worked there for like four months, and my anxiety just like clicked, like kicked in really bad. So the commute. And the traffic and everything would just like set me over and I would have like panic attacks from from just basically the drivers in Chicago. It's crazy. Oh, my God. There. I hate the drivers. In Ch- and crazy. taking the truck down there a few times. Screaming at you. Horrible. Dude. Nobody could drive. In Chicago. Don't know if you're going to get robbed, shot. Yeah. Who knows? Dangerous, dangerous city. And so then I came back to Olive Garden, worked there for. So what was the place you worked at in Chicago? It's called Joe and the Juice. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, it was just a juice bar. Okay. But my idea was like, I'm going to work at this juice bar and I'm going to meet someone that's rich. Like, yeah. Because people in, like right in the heart of downtown, you never know who you run into. No. So I'm like, if I work Millions. there every day, eventually someone will come in yep. and I'll have a conversation with them. Maybe they can get me a bigger job. That yeah. was always like, I never was like school, school, school. Like that was never my mindset. It was always like, okay, who can I meet? Who am I going to, you know, Do you eventually. think you saw a quote or like, why did you start thinking like that? I just think since I was young, like I was very, I think growing up, I always had something to prove. Yeah. Like my dad was, you know, like I played sports. I always had to be the best, always had to be number one. Yep. I think I was like honestly trying to like chase his attention. Like, yeah. Because he worked all the time. Like he was working 60, 70 hour work weeks. Yeah. He was in the union. Yep. And so he was constantly working and then my mom wasn't really around. So it was like, well, what am I going to do to like get their attention? Like now looking back, I'm like, that makes sense. Like it makes sense why I always want to be number one, why I always had to be the best yep. at everything. So I think growing up, it was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to make a name for myself. I'm going to do something. I'm going to show them, you know. So I don't know when it kind of settled in, but it just did. And that's when I was like, you yeah, like, I yeah. need someone. I want to be rich, you know. Yeah. And then but. so from there, you went back to Olive Garden. And then what was what was that like? And then where'd you go next? So I started dating um, CMOS at the time. Yep. So ended up moving up to this area, Lyle. And then I was working at Olive Garden for a little bit. I transferred to a different location. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't, I just can't do this anymore. And so I applied to a bunch of fine dining restaurants. And it was yep. the same mindset of, well... I'll meet someone eventually. So started working at Capitol, but then COVID hit. And so once COVID hit, we were furloughed and I wasn't working. So like almost as, as soon as I got hired, I worked there for like two, three months and then I was furloughed. Yep. And so when I was furloughed, I'm like, well, I got to figure it out. And yeah. I hated the restaurant industry. I'm like, so I was getting my real estate license yep. and then I had invested like 10 grand into myself for a Pinterest business. That yeah. I literally was like all self-taught. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. Crazy. A lot. Like, like, there was a lot of things with that. I was like, crazy. That's a lot of shit this girl like, put together with this shit, dude. I'm like, yeah, I know. And I like my ver- I was not sleeping for probably like four months. Yeah. Like that was just me like learning like ins and outs. Yeah. And, and just like networking with people and building that stuff. Has and that been able to help you at all with with our business, the Pinterest? You know what? It will. But I just, it's time consuming. Yeah. Pinterest is like long game. Like once you got a good solid team yeah. built up, 
you can like maybe yeah. tie Pinterest back in to yeah, help you. Exactly. And so it's kind of like six months is probably, I would say the average time before you really start seeing results. And that's six months of like being consistent yeah. with Pinterest marketing. Then the results start coming. And I'm like, right is now, is it like subscribers or how do you get compensated on for Pinterest? So for Pinterest, the whole idea is basically to drive people to your website, like to okay. a website. So it's like a funnel. Yeah. Exactly. So like if someone's selling, let's say like they're selling an online course yeah, or they're in network marketing or it could be, it, honestly, it could be anything, Yeah. but you are especially like decor. Let's say someone sells like decor for houses. Yeah. Well, every single female goes on Pinterest and looks at, you know, interior design, yep. interior decor. So if they're looking through that stuff, trying to get ideas and they're clicking on something that you posted based on like, you know, the hashtags that you're using and everything that you that you're taught basically yeah. to drive to the right people. They're clicking on that. And then that's a funnel to bring them to a page that has that product and the price. So now they're bank, they're buying it off of the website. Yes. So that's like the whole idea. It's just to drive what, traffic. What to was your websites. product through your site? So I was actually my, what my product was, was, was myself. I was marketing myself to yep. small business owners. So I was connecting I with, um, interior designers was actually what I originally started with. And then wedding photographers. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, how can I help wedding photographers? Every, every girl goes on Pinterest to look at like weddings, yeah. wedding inspiration, wedding dresses. So I'm like, if I market myself to wedding photographers, then I could post their content on Pinterest, drive traffic to their website, get them some more business. And so you're going to sell them that. leads basically, yeah, basically through Pinterest. So that's like what I did. And I spent so much time learning about it. Like yep. I would spend, like I wasn't sleeping. There was a period. My dad's like, you're going to give yourself a damn heart attack by the time you're 25. Cause you just don't stop. Yeah. But I was like, I was motivated yeah. and I was ready. I was fired up. I like had just started my Instagram right before I met you guys. And like, yeah. I had, I had a couple of clients when I started here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah you did. You had this stuff built up and everything like that. So, and then, so with Pinterest furloughed back into Capitol grill, then what, what's happening? What happened? So at that time too, I was also getting my real estate license. Yep. So went back to Capitol and that I think, cause I met you in probably like March yeah, I would imagine of last March, year. April. And so I started back at Capitol in, I believe it was the end of January. So end of January, I was on a mission. I'm like, I'm going to market myself to all these people. Yeah. I'm like, and then, and then at that time I was also getting my real estate license. So I was like, okay, if I can meet some people that are in real estate, then I'll market my Pinterest business to them. Yeah. Learn a little bit about real estate while marketing their stuff on Pinterest yeah. and then get my foot in the door with someone and be a successful real estate agent. Yeah. So I had this whole plan. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So when I got back, I'd be serving people. And like when I was serving people, I was just connecting with them, trying to like network and market. Mm -hmm. That was my intention. And over time I was like talking, I was having good, good conversations eventually led me to this one guy. That's a really great guy. Became a regular of mine who connected me with one of his close friends mm -hmm. and his close friends like runs like a commercial real estate yeah. like business. And so I got a job interview and he wanted to take me onto the marketing team yep. and I was like heavily considering it because yep. I wanted out of the restaurant industry. But then it my dad was like, you know what? Everything you're doing, just, just go with like, do go all in with Pinterest. He's like, why are you all over the board? Yeah. All are all, all over the place. And it was cause I didn't really know what I wanted. Yeah. And then 
what I realized was when I started seeing you guys come in, when you were the wine locker holder, they were like, hey, new guy, 23 or 22, you know, young guy, CEO. And so I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, he's young. He's my age. He's a CEO. Like, yeah. then you started bringing in people everyone was wearing, you know, you could tell everyone made money. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to have a conversation with these guys. Like, I got to know, like, what they're doing. And so when I first met you, I just, it was something like where I think what I realized was I really wanted freedom i wanted money i wanted success yeah i just didn't exactly know what it was to get there and once you guys kind of like started just talking about insurance i'm like okay well this vehicle would get me that get me there the fastest and so everything else went out the window it's pretty much like yeah. kind of the the place that i got to but it, i don't now it's just so different like looking back it's like everything that this has done like I've never worked for a company where it's like MBS or like personal development yeah. or, or all of that stuff. So now it's obviously for me, like there's so many different reasons yeah. why I love it. But back then I just, all I saw was like money and freedom, fast success, yeah. money, freedom. That's what originally like drove me to it. So what was it like then from when you started with us to where you're at now? So <laughs> in a lot of, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, but in good ways, like yeah. good ways. Like I said, first time in my life that I think, you guys are like, like when I think of you, I think of like a cement wall with like a mirror on it where like <laughs> I just have to like basically like I'm learning growing so much. It's like the but worst, best compliment I've ever got. No, but in, in a like good a way, in a good way, <laughs> Yes, a cement wall with a mirror on it. Like you, I feel like even working here for the past like six months, there's been like I've gone through stuff where it's revealed a lot of stuff that I need to work on. Yeah. Like personal development like you guys hold us to a high standard which is good yeah. you know i mean cement wall because you don't go anywhere yeah, yeah like yeah. it doesn't matter you know like what it is what mistakes i've made what i've done but i've just been able to for the first time ever like realize what i really need to work on mm -hmm. and be able to do it with with having like support yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely and so with your <clears throat> what did your first month look like i guess like what's your first first month look like with us like you know, what, what were you doing? What were you thinking? What, what were those details? Like, I, I always wish I recorded my first year. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish I had like, like I vlogged it and like, yeah. like actually like me and sits and like yeah. not sleeping and falling asleep behind the wheel and mm -hmm. like just totally consumed just like you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. with, with the Pinterest and, and just like essentially like you were when you started with us. So what, what, what were you doing? What was your mindset? What were you, what were the details? like waking up so i came in i was on a mission and i just remember like waking up coming to the office and i wasn't very i wouldn't say that i'm shy but i'm not very like i wasn't coming in like yeah. really getting to know Real people loud like, like that i was very quiet when i first came in so yeah. i would come in i would plant myself in connor's office and i wouldn't move yeah like, no you didn't. i would only go to the bathroom yeah. like i didn't take a break i didn't do anything i didn't yep. even like walk out to go talk to other people i would yeah. just plan myself down there and then i would start calling and yeah. that was every single day of the month like yeah. i would get here at probably like 7 30 yep. 8 o'clock maybe and i would just start calling and i would call all day and that was it and yeah. i <laughs> it was it was nuts you know but starting out like it's funny because a lot of people were like oh your first month you had so much so much success and i look back and i'm like if you could only see, you know, it would take me, it took me a lot longer yeah. because I'd be getting through, like my work ethic is what got me so far that yeah, first yeah. month. 
because skill level now it's like if i just think back like going back if i did that same thing every single month i would probably triple like what i did production wise yeah, because you could do a month yeah because i would go through like five presentations every day with with five no's before i got my three yeses you know yeah and now it's like man i just it's crazy but it was it was a crazy month just because it was that was the first time i think in my life that i went like all in all in yeah on like anything where i'm like okay this is what i'm doing this is like what i want it was that breaking point of like yeah need freedom yeah money you need freedom exactly like I was getting there in other areas with like Pinterest and real estate, but I didn't fully a hundred percent commit myself as to where like July, I'm like, this is it. That's yeah. what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to get the results that I want. Yeah. But so what did you end up? So your first official month released and licensed, what did you end up um, doing in gross sales? And then what did you end up grossing making for your first official month? So like how much total sales did you do? I netted 29,000, like 700 something. Yeah. I would just remember that because it was so close to 30K. Yeah, so you did over 30 something thousand gross. I made almost 20,000. Yeah, your first month. Was My that, first month. Was that weird? Like, what was that feeling making? Did, have you ever made, what, did you ever make 20 grand in a month before? I've never made that amount of money. That w- It was insane to me. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah. I, like, the first week I made, like, over... $4,500 and yeah. I was like this is insane went out and got a gold chain a Mercedes. oh yeah <laughs> it's crazy she came back with Mercedes like Savannah what the fuck's going on you're like what the hell no I kept I always tell people it's like look make some money go out just yeah ball out well I was gonna get that one purple Merc I remember know. that I sent that to you and then you ended up wrapping your car that same purple so uh, we mine was already wrapped <laughs> like that don't blame me no. <laughs> I was like he must have liked that purple Mercedes <laughs> no, I was looking dude, at my shit was wrapped already <laughs> so and then as things, and from success, as things escalated up to where you're at now, what, what else have you learned? What have you liked? What have you not liked? What's like the full, the full spill? You yeah. know what I mean? Man, there's been, there's, there's been a, a lot. List. Like, I think with, with personal development, it's crazy, especially like when you get into this business and you start growing, Yeah, you just realize a lot about yourself. Yeah. Like you do, like you're like, I mean, you're surrounded by people that hold you to a higher standard. That's kind of what I was talking about with you guys yeah. like being mirrors is like, I look at you guys and like your work ethic and your personal development, your personal growth, like naturally being around those type of people makes you want to grow, yeah. makes you want to learn. And so, but with learning and with growing and doing self-development, like, like I said, it brings all the light to maybe everything that you need to work on, you know, where you need to grow, which isn't always pretty. There's not things about, you know, yourself that you, it's easy to portray yourself as like someone, but then you know yourself the best with like, for me, confidence issues, like self-love, self-image, yeah. um, just who I am in, in general. Like there's, there's been a lot with like leading other people. I've, I've made a lot of mistakes, I think with approach on things or I've, I've done a lot of good things too, but that's been the biggest thing for me over the past six months. Would you say that's like the best thing you've learned so far? That's kind of like that revealing of your leadership style and how you can lead better. Would you say that's like out of everything you've learned up into this point, what's the most valuable thing? Would that be it? Yeah, or just in general, I guess, being broad, like how important self-development is. Yeah, loving yourself, yeah. investing into yourself. Like how much that affects like your mental, like everything. Yeah. Because if like before it was like, I feel like I was always on edge as to where now I've gotten to a place where I'm I'm a lot more, I just feel mentally a lot better, even if I have a long way to go. Yeah. But it's it's just a good feeling, so. What's your least favorite part of the deal? 
of the business. The business. Yeah. My least favorite part. And don't worry, it stays on the podcast. Between <laughs> um, <laughs> it stays between all honestly, of us. Honestly, probably just, I mean, you got to do it, but dialing probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it is what you it gotta is. You got to get callers. You got callers, right? Yeah, Shut now, up, I, now I'm, I'm getting some callers. You got to have consistent callers. Yeah. I think you should dialing. have a consistent caller until you're doing 100000 a week. Like, two, 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 you should be like have a pipeline where you're yeah. trainees and then yeah. you should have two consistent ones that you have, but you should always be looking for more for when they burn out. Yeah. And that's not even like, I mean, I don't think anybody likes dialing. That's None probably of us the best investment is for people to have fresh callers. Yeah. Every three months you should look into getting a fresh caller. Yeah. And it's kind of like with, with anything like you, you look at the outcome, you don't look at what it takes to get the outcome. Yeah, so for no. me, I'm like, okay, the, the money that you make here or the people that you meet or the business that you build is way more worth it than yeah. like dialing is not that big of an issue. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But so we're pretty caught up. What's your, what's your future look like? What do you, what is, what's the future vision? Where do you want to live? House, car? You, I, I, I know, you know what I mean? But like yeah. for, for everybody else, what's that future vision look like for you? Um, I don't know exactly where I want to live yet. I think I want to do some traveling before I actually yeah. decide where I want to live because I've, I changed my mind a lot with that. Yeah, same. Definitely somewhere warm. I love warm weather. Yeah, same. So probably if I had to guess, like either North, South Carolina, I think are beautiful. I love Florida. I love California. Yeah. I like Texas. But I don't know because I haven't been to every state to be able to kind of make that decision yet. Or who knows, maybe eventually we'll get a place in Hawaii or something. Yeah. But car um i've always wanted a g-wagon yep always so that's kind of my my dream car and for building the business i think just getting more women in that's always kind of been my vision yeah I let's go into build. that next what, what, you know with building this 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 empire that you know specifically to the foundation for you might be you know with with women but not limited to obviously but right. what 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 is what is your thoughts on that? You know what I mean? Because my very simply want to know like what's your advice for women. But I just I'm just curious on like what are your thoughts? Like what what's all going on in your mind when it comes to you know just building your niche and and what advice you have? Yeah, I think just being able to have like an empire of women that empower each other because you see so often that women compete with each other yeah. and it's especially nowadays with like social media. It's and more unhealthy than men. It's terrible. Men is like a face to face, like fuck you. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's wrestle, and then you like, yeah, you're both just like more brain damaged and like dap each other up. That was sick, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Women are like behind the back, like, you want a fucker's boyfriend? I'm like, oh my god, dude, you went straight for ruining uh, her life? Or like, you can't so wrestle her? <laughs> you can't wrestle her? Come on, like, Washington, get all out on the mat. Yeah, that's funny. But I think more so like with social media and growing up and with social media comparison, like just comparing yourself to unrealistic like images, you know, like you yeah. see like the edited photos with like the makeup and like yeah. the body shaping. So girls naturally grow up with insecurities so because bad. you compare yourself yeah. to unrealistic things. Yep. And so when you're insecure, any of us are insecure or you're feeling down on yourself, you're yeah. obviously not the best version of you. And 
I think young women, myself included, I fell through it where I didn't know what to do with like insecurities or those feelings or those emotions. So yeah. you naturally project and you take it out on other, let's say other females yeah. because that's who you're mad at. You want to be pretty. You want to be that person you want to. Yeah. And I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I can only speak for myself. So growing up and having gone through like some of those waves of, of those emotions mm -hmm. and like being almost plotted against like other females just kind of drove something in me where I'm like, I want to create like a culture and an environment that we're uplifting each other. Like yeah. it's not me against you. It's like, I don't like my, me winning, it doesn't mean anything or you winning doesn't mean anything. We're going to do this together, you know? So for women and people, I should say people struggling with, with those insecurities, would you say uh, like an action plan or, yeah. or something for them to actually physically do opposed mm -hmm. to intend to do or commit to doing? Would it, would it be maybe trying to find a different culture to get into as an immediate solution? Yeah. Like try to getting, what would that look like? Try getting into a different circle, getting around different people to help their yeah. vision on themselves. Yes, definitely. Like you are who you surround yourself with. So get around people that don't see you like if, like for females, I'll speak for females that don't see you as competition. Like it shouldn't, you know, yeah. Like I, we just need more empowering. I think guys are naturally very competitive and yeah. I'm competitive as a female, I but guys I like insecurities are like the social image, yeah. money, power. Yes. Do you have a hot girl? Yes. And then they like twist it where they're fucked up is like, they like the, it's like guys have this like girl game where it's like, how many girls can you yeah. can you accomplish? Yeah, <laughs> like, like who, this Viking yeah. mentality of like, yeah. how many women have you captured today, Henry? I know, like, I know. Or like, like who's the hottest girl you've been with? Yeah. yeah, like crazy stuff like that. But I think just you guys are you guys are funny, but you can Hold compete up. with each other. <laughs> you guys are funny. What do you mean, <laughs> you guys? <are laughs> All men are funny, but. You guys can compete with each other and it's like, cool, you'll like wrestle it out like you yep. said. But girls, I think we can't, it can't be deadly competition. Mm -mm. It's got to be like empowering yes. in order for us to go anywhere. Yeah. So creating that culture yeah. that it's like, that girl knows I got her back regardless. Like I'm yeah, going to yeah. lift her up. Like I'm never going to, you know, I, I don't just, especially restaurant industry. It's almost like they got to step on you to get up and that's what i don't like oh yeah that's it's like i gotta push you down or like make you feel bad to make myself feel better yeah that's like kind of the vibe i got that's what i got in high school that's what i got in college yeah. after college it's like the world and now it's like i don't anything but that yeah like, i don't want every single girl that i meet or friend that i meet that comes into this business it's not like one my approach is so different it's never like this is what i did it's like this is how I'm going to get you here, you know, yeah. as to where like guys could be like, I made 30 K my first month. I had 10 people in, you know, and like other guys would be fired up by that. Yeah. It's like girl approach is different. It's yeah. like, I'm not going to go sit with a girl and be like, I made almost 20 K and I did this and this and this and that. And look at these fucking muscles. <laughs> I'm Savannah and I wrestle. <laughs> I wrestled my brother. I just know that Connor's <laughs> gonna listen to this podcast and he's gonna he's probably joking right now. Like she's talking like she's athletic. She's not athletic. <laughs> because I don't know where I lost my athleticism, but yeah. it's out the window now. Maybe he went to that funnel market and picked his two funnels into something. <laughs> he's always joking around like telling people like Savannah thinks she's so athletic. She talks about how she played sports, yeah. but she's not athletic. That's hilarious. But so advice and, and your vision and, and all of that, I like as, as we start to wrap up, I like to bring it around to some things that I like. Favorite movies. What are your favorite? You got a top one, two, three, or are you a show person? Oh my god! Some people, they don't even 
find the time to or have ever. I love The Office. That's my favorite TV show. And I put it in my notes. I have a collection of people's favorite movies. Oh, dude. Favorite I love movies, The Office. Shows. Honestly, like, I love little kid movies. I could watch, oh, like, God, cut old. This off. Yeah. <laughs> I could watch, like, iCarly, like, little kid it's shows. It's not a little kid movie. That's an iconic <laughs> show and it's phenomenal. I could watch iCarly. What the hell? All <laughs> I the feel time. disrespected. Every day for the rest of my life, I could watch those old movies that just never get old, like the Disney movies. Lilo and Stitch, I could watch all the time. Lilo and Stitch was fire. Yeah, like that stuff that we grew up with. Like, oh, I could just rewatch it over and over again. My phone went to Kilo and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love, I love action movies too. Um, I love like Taken, anything that has like suspense. Yeah. I'm not crazy about horror movies though. Oh, not at all. Like I'll I'll have nightmares for months. Yeah. But just a little little kid stuff, iCarly especially. Yep. Hannah Montana I could honestly rewatch. Like oh, I don't I think her. it just brings me back to like those yeah. good days, you know? Get the best. That's exactly what I could tell by the way your head was <laughs> nodding to it. That's the, exactly the one we were about. Yes, yeah, dude. Yeah. Mix it all together. And you, you know, you get the best, best of both. And then Disney comes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, come on. <laughs> Just got kicked oh, out of school. Yes. Come on, dog. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's forget. I forgot you got kicked out of school. How'd you get kicked out of school? Fine. I got kicked out of every school. So it started in fifth grade. Um, I slapped this kid on the bus. That was the fir- no, that, that wasn't the first time. I after that I I kicked another kid off of the bus. Oh my gosh! And uh, you know I've for never, no reason or no, you take your seat. What happened? He called another black kid the N word, and uh, I I've you know even being half black I I never really cared. But like there was like one or two times a kid said it, and I just didn't even like the kid to begin with. Yeah. So I was like, I just used it as an excuse to beat the kid up. I felt bad. Now that I look back, it's like it's just a fucking word. You know what I mean? It doesn't like it's be like to an extent. You know what I mean? But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't define you. You know, so, but, like, I look back as a kid, I got kicked out of every school. This kid dropped a word. I was like, my mom's like, never fight in school. He (laughs) stepped, when he took his first step off the bus, I was right behind him. And instead of, like, stepping down, I, like, Jackie Chan down. And I kicked this kid so hard. (laughs) Like, 11-year-old me flew, like, he went flying, like, dramatically, too. Like, I don't know if I kicked him that hard. He was like. (laughs) <laughs> like into his front yard we lived in like section eight apartments so yeah into his section of the grass like, <laughs> <laughs> in the apartment see ya dude oh my god crazy was he was he the same age as you was he young? yeah we were same grade fifth grade yeah so, so you got kicked out of school for for kicking a kid off the bus yep and well, then I, after fourth grade i was never allowed on any school field trips and then by the 10th grade i was i had a police expulsion for fighting so what clicked for you where you were like, okay, I need to change? Like, was it a certain person? What? Same as you. You know, I feel like people, I, what I've found with individuals that just have this obsessive desire yeah. is there's usually like this breaking point. Yeah. And it's pretty internal. Yeah. It doesn't have to matter in regard yeah. to what's happening externally. Facts. It's more of an, an internal darkness fighting with light. I wouldn't call it a, a depression. I would yeah. say it's a form of depression Yeah. where you're like, I'm going to be nothing. Nothing's going to work out. Yeah. Time is completely almost up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where you start to deceive yourself. and uh, But you know, but the light is that you know you could be something. You know yes. you want to amount to something. Maybe you don't even know you could be something, but you know you could you could potentially amount to something if you got yeah. your hands on it and you wouldn't, you wouldn't mess up that opportunity. Right. So I think it's the right concoction of internal chemicals firing of like, yeah. this fucking sucks. 
I really hate this life. I don't yeah. have, you know what I mean? So, and I think it, and the reason I emphasize that it's internal because, you know, I, I have individuals that, that I've been able to work with like Sam Marzula, who grew up very affluent, like blessed, you yeah. know what I mean? But came in with same desires you and I, you know what I mean? Even, even recently he can hit that switch yeah. and just, and just pop off. And so I think, I think that's it for, for when I've done, cause I've met so many successful people. I find that's yeah. kind of a common area, the ADHD, not sitting still. Yeah. Like I've been yeah. <laughs> my legs just, yeah, yeah, yeah. all over the place and shit for like sure. that. But I'd say that would be it for me too. And if I feel like if you went around the office and, and found a few people that do really well, you might, you'd find up, you'd find similarities, success leaves clues. It's cool though, how everyone doesn't matter like where you came from, what your life looked like, what color you are, yeah. whether you're female, male, anyone can come to this business and, Fact. and succeed. Like that's what I love about Facts. it. It's like you can recruit anybody, like anybody can grow yeah. as long as you're like committed to self-development and you got a good attitude, good work ethic, that's you all. really can. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. What else? Anything else on your mind? What are we at? Eight and 45 an hour? 45 I feel like we did like a couple hours we got a I lot know. out we got like the whole life yeah, out we did. you got pretty much my whole little my whole little life story growing up whole life dude so yeah. any questions I can't think of of anything I, I wanted to touch on your niche and advice and, and things like that uh, pertaining to your vision and what yeah. it is you're building and I guess we could wrap up with with you building you know what it is you're doing in in, in the industry and what with your business where can people find you and yeah you know what is it you have to offer i guess yeah i think i'm i'm still trying to figure out 100% my vision I, I think i'm more focused on like the culture aspect of it like just getting a group of group of people that like all want to succeed mm -hmm. and are like minded and can lift each other up i think for vision that's going to come as as we start to build as yeah. we start to grow i think that'll be more clear with with just showing up every day and figuring it out getting everyone on the same page yeah, yeah. and then really kind of sitting down and being like what do we all want like what does yeah. five years ten years from from now look like because doing the work we're going to figure that out Absolutely. you know you start thinking bigger when you when you start doing better and, yeah. and when you surround yourself with people that think bigger yeah, so if you get around bigger yeah you inevitably have to think bigger you yeah know what I mean? like exactly when you leave the cadillac group for the lamborghini group yep yep so really that'll jumps. for sure come with time yeah. and with more people that come onto the team and figuring out. I think when I first started, it was always like what I wanted. And yeah. that was just in the beginning, like it was prove, prove people wrong, you know, succeed yeah. and then money. Now it's more so like the people that come on my team, like their visions just naturally are becoming my visions. Yep. And so you know, I know like Jackie, for example, like the Spanish market, like, if you asked me when I first started, I wouldn't even think about making a Spanish market because I don't speak yeah. Spanish. Now it's like that's a vision that she has that I'm helping her grow to yeah. that is just as big of a vision to me that it is to her. Yep. So that's what that's I'm excited key. about is just getting helping people honestly get what they want because as a leader, you just get to a point where you're like, it's not even about me yeah. anymore. Like, I don't who cares what I want? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. You know, yeah. it's more so like seeing your people happy, seeing other really people fulfilling. happy. That's like what there's like no emptiness there. Yeah, there, there's some emptiness with the cars and the money yeah. and the houses and yeah, you know what I mean. But but with helping people with I I wouldn't even if you can if you can be a part of somebody smiling. Yeah, you know what I mean. Genuinely, yeah. just being a part of their happiness, and uh, I think that's that's something. There's there's a lot of wealth in, in yes. genuinely being a part of someone's happiness. I agree. 
and like high achievers like if you're someone like i know you're like i just want to win i was the same way like i just wanted to be the best i wanted to win yeah and like what i've kind of found over the years is like it's always like you chase one achievement you hit it and before you even like right when you're about to hit it you're thinking about the next achievement so you're constantly like yeah feeling like you're not fulfilled so i think that kind of ties in with that yeah that's where when you're working on other people's visions it's more clear of like an end goal yeah you know because it's not about you your eyes aren't on you yeah, they're yeah. focused on someone else but that's where what, what i'm excited about and then aside from that just blowing it up blowing it up yeah Chicago. where can people find you um instagram is that what you're talking about <laughs> like instagram, if, you, instagram. If, you, if you're trying to put your location out there <laughs> i'm in chicago i'm located in chicago might as well give me but i mean address, we're all like virtual number, like <laughs> we're i mean our team is like because we're here i'm here in chicago but then we have kamar that's in new york and he's got people in maryland and we got people in texas and we got people florida all in over. florida and in colorado we just we have people all over so yeah. i don't really there's not a specific you could find me there's zero limitations anywhere but if they wanted to hit you up for a job how would they do that they message me on instagram i think i get back on instagram the fastest um my at is saa and then there's six v's i should probably change that i should probably make that a little, a little easier. more simple i don't know yeah a little complicated i don't know all right dope well uh thank you for voting for vladimir putin um <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a wrap. Let's go. I'm Mr. Body Catcher. Slaughter Gang Soul Snatcher. Ain't no regular F150. This a rap. Yeah.